This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Welcome to the Tackling Life Podcast with the great Ray Lewis and me, Dr. Christian Conti. It's a success podcast that tackles life through the lessons of sports, and it's a beautiful Monday. How, how, how are things with you, Ray? Doc, man, Monday, 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 Monday. It's a beautiful Monday, man. Just uh, just getting back home, getting settled, and had an incredible weekend. Um, I, I threw my um, first camp um, with Under Armour, and it was just absolutely amazing. We had 70 of the of the best kids in the nation in football, man. Um, um, and, and it was just, I, I mean, we did it at IMG, um, and, 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 and Bradenton and it was just absolutely amazing doc I'm telling you man like you know like sometimes in life right when you when you think about why things prepared you before you knew what they was preparing you for mm-hmm. and like why you went through the things you had to go through and then you realize that the moment you walk into a camp like that you realize wow now I know why I went through a lot of those things like all of these kids, they're looking for it, Doc. You know, like they looking for it, man. So this weekend was awesome. Glad to be back home. But I'm telling you, man, this camp, the camp I had at IMG this weekend, just it just really changed my perspective on why. We've been speaking about it a lot, but it changed my perspective on why mastery, we must be chasing it every day. Well, tell me about, so they 70 kids that from all over the country, is that where they came? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had, I think I had like 52 linebackers. Um, I had another like eight, nine running backs. And Seriously, like, you had fifty-two uh, linebackers. Fifty-two was a number. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> the best linebackers in the nation, too, man. And then, and, and then, and this was crazy. They're talking about this. This their tenth grade. All of them transitioning from the tenth to the eleventh grade. So, so just imagine two hundred and seven. I mean, seventy kids at this camp, and they all and right now combined. They have 275 scholarship offers already. And then the 10th grade going to the level. So that's top, top, top level talent. Oh, my gosh. I, I tell you what. I'm like, I'm looking at these kids. And, and I told them this in one of the sessions. I was like, I've never had an experience like this in my life. Right? So for me to be putting on this experience and see how much talent is out there, how many kids are really striving to do the right thing. And, and listen, I'm going to applaud their parents, man, because their parents was there both days to every meeting, to every practice. I mean, watching these, their, their kids go through this, right? I think sometimes, you know, you you, you hold camps. And I think sometimes we, we miss the point of camps, mm. right? Camps are, are a fundamental thing if you want to teach fundamentals for a certain sport. Hmm. But if you want to actually impact and change a young person's life, I was chasing for them to be a better man Hmm. first. 
right? And then you'll be a better athlete just by simply being a better man. And that's what I think I did with this camp, Doc. I mean, the response is was just overwhelming, man. So, yeah, it was it was really, really good. And you're talking about athleticism? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, it's they don't even think about the things and the moves that they, they actually throw now, man. They are so gifted. And so I, I uh, we have a lot of good times to share with each other, yeah. It's funny because we'll get back to this later in terms of the NBA finals and things like that. But Steve Kerr, just in terms of you talking about the athleticism of these young people, but Steve Kerr kind of answered in, um, he was kind of being sarcastic when someone asked him about the teams from the 50s. And he said, oh, yeah, you know, it's 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 crazy. We, we're evolving in every area of our life except for uh, sports when we seem to go in reverse. And all of a sudden now none of us are as big or as strong or as fast, as capable as they were in the 50s. And it's funny because his point was kind of like these kids, I mean, really, honestly, they're getting so much. There's so much athleticism. There's so much. We know so much more about diet. We know so much more about exercise. We have people like you leading the way so that our young people are developing in a whole new different system. I mean, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. To, to have you, to have people like you, to have those guides where those never existed back in the day. I mean, that's that's that has to change the face of sports. Doc, Doc, one of the mothers asked me a question. She said, why, why did you choose our kids for this camp? You know, because every kid was like handpicked, right, out of okay. a bucket of kids. And I said, honestly, because I'm looking for that diamond in the rough. Mm. I'm looking for the person that's not just athletically gifted. I'm looking for the person that really wants to become the, the whole man, mm. the, the, the the complete young man, mm. the, 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 the man. You know, it's one I sat them all down in a room and, and, and I um, I kind of broke my camp up because um, I took I made physical side the second day. The first day for the first hour. So it was like all technical stuff. Me really learning them and asking them questions about really who they are. And one of the questions I asked them was. You know, how many camps you ever been to where people actually know who you are? They mm. know your they know your grind. They know your struggle. Mm. They know who you are. And I said, that's what I'm trying to learn about you. I want to know who you are, young man. I don't want to go push you to run fast or jump higher or compete harder if I don't know what your grind is. If I don't know what you're why you're here, then there's it's almost impossible for me to push you. So, Doc, when I sat him down in this room, man, I started asking these kids things that was personal. You know, do you have both parents in your life? You know, if if you're disconnected to your father, do you speak to him at all? Why not if you don't speak to him? You know, and of course, you have all mixtures of, of, of answers, right? Parents are divorced. They're together. I don't really speak to my dad. Don't. So you're hearing this, and I'm like, wow. I'm like, thank you guys for sharing this. But one of the interesting things I did was I put out the the illustration of if I put this book in front of you and told you to tell me what this B-I-B-L-E stands for, what does it actually stand for? I said, you know what it says, right? Everybody says Bible. I said, but what does it stand for? And all 70 kids, not one of them could answer that. And but every session, I was breaking them up in sessions of eight, nine, ten at a time. And when I got to the end of it, I said, B-I-B-L-E stands for basic instructions before leaving earth. Mm. So if somebody gave you this basic book 
just to study this book and the principles of this book before you go to the next life. It guarantees you next life if you spent enough time in this book. So I wanted to know how much time you praying. I don't want to get into religion. And this is for everybody. I don't want to get into religion. I want to get into what is your foundation? Hmm. Like what what takes you beyond sports? Yeah. And, and and so to have that one-on-one to have that one-on-one eye contact, to have that one-on-one interaction, I mean, I was touching every one of them, squeezing them, because if you're not getting touched by a man, let me just touch you to, to encourage you that you can do anything you want to do, but your foundation must be set. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, it, it is the epitome of what we've 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 been talking about throughout the, throughout the whole podcast, throughout the whole set. Is what is your foundation? Because when you have a strong foundation, everything moves from there. Look, it's exactly what I'm trying to establish in the prison system. Like, it's funny because you said this about this camp, and yesterday, and, and or I'm sorry, this past today, actually, or actually earlier today, and this past week, I was talking to my guys in the prison about what if we revamp the entire system. And I'm not talking to go down that alley to talk about this conversation, but just this point of it that what if we really revamped the whole system so that it was a foundation for a place of learning? And what it comes back to is the word that you just said, foundation. What's your foundation? And so many people out there are flailing about, going in this direction, that direction, but you need a foundation. That's primary. I ask each and every one of these kids, do you want to be remembered? Everyone of them raised their hand. Yes, I want to be remembered. I said, so if you want to be remembered, why aren't you reading this book that has men that will forever be remembered? Mm. Because, see, if you study greatness, if you study the mistakes, if you understand the mistakes, if you go through Proverbs, which is wisdom, and if you go through Psalms, which is praise, and and David wrote it, and Solomon wrote, you know, um, Proverbs... What I'm trying to tell you is if you read about these great men, you not only learn their successful sides, but you understand the things that they had to overcome, the things that they had to endure. Right. And I said at the end of the day, when I started reading David, David's life at 13 years old. And when I got to the end of his life and God ultimately said to him that David was a man after my own heart. If I don't want nothing else in this world, I want to leave a legacy where God looks back at me and says, this was a man after my own heart. So if you want to be great, if you want to be remembered, you must go backwards to read these stories, to understand these stories, to know what's going on in life. And man, Doc, I'm telling you, man, my heart, my heart was free, man, because I saw these babies. They wanted it so bad, but nobody's telling them that. People are just telling them to come run fast and jump high. Nobody's in investing in our baby saying, no, you should be the ones highlighted. You should be the ones we talk about on the news every day because you are doing the right things. Right. And those are the kids we got to keep encouraging. So this was a really this was a fundamental camp for a man. Well, yeah, and this is why I want to. I mean, I want to jump on this because when you talk about what takes you beyond sports, we are all we love sports. We're passionate about sports, but ultimately, at the end of the day, at the end of our lives, we're going to be measured by far more than sports. And and look, I like I like what you're exposing these young men to because 
uh, Bruce Lee talked about this. Everybody who – every master has a master. Like oh, the masters have masters, the legends and the martial artists. And and when we admire the we, – we, we admire the greatness in others, but we often forget that those people were often inspired by someone else. And it's cyclical. And so if we really want to become great, we become great and then pass that greatness on. And I read something the other day I thought was really interesting because I thought about – uh, there's a, a, a Buddhist monk named Thich Nhat Hanh, and he wrote about, he said, look, if we eat, and this was just his perspective, but his perspective was if we eat or consume animals that have been treated maliciously and, and in, a, in a bad way, then, and they're filled with anger and, and, and pain, that we're consuming that anger and pain. And, and wherever anybody is in terms of thinking about that, here's what I want to kind of bring this point to. What if we were to really digest and eat the greatness and feed off the greatness of others. In other words, when we watch greatness, instead of being jealous, instead of saying, well, I wish I had what that person has, we really feed off that greatness. So we watch a legend. We watch people who are great. And we say, I want to I take that in. I want to become that. I think to me, that's having someone to emulate. That's having someone to really model your life after. And I think that's what you, it sounds like that's exactly what you provided for these young people. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I truly believe like every one of them has the ability con- to control their own greatness. Mm. You know, like, like, like you have the ability to control that. But I told them there's a huge difference in good and great, right? Because good is just fitting in. Good is doing it when you're feeling good. Great is fitting out. Great is doing it when you're not feeling good. Mm. Great is understanding that I must do good so many times over and over before before I even run into greatness. You understand? Mm. I must repeat greatness. Oh, I must repeat good over and over and over and over. And that's what the good books also says. Don't ever grow weary of doing good. Don't ever grow weary of doing good. Don't ever grow weary of doing good. Why? Because in, in, unless you unless you push through being good, you will never understand what being great feels like, right? Yeah, that that, <laughs> that that that's the model. I mean, it's it's. I'm so. I mean, I, obviously, I know that's the stuff you do, and I'm glad that that now young people are seeing that. Other people are seeing that because camp after camp throughout this country this summer are going to have uh, you know they're going to have mentors and people teaching people the game but you're teaching people about life and that's really what it's about because you're 100% right what you said earlier is something that rings true we've been talking a lot about mastery we've been talking about the samurai but when you master life like the sport that itself that'll take care of itself but when you hit when you make your 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 target for what you want to achieve so much greater then the rest of that's going to fall into place so that's amazing that that's what you provided for them dog look i know we got to take a break but before we take that break i want you to understand this i looked at every one of these men in the eye and i said to every last one of them dog i looked at them i said look at me to understand this, the only way you will ever be okay with touching a certain level of greatness if you're okay with failing. Mm. Mm. That's the number one ingredient. And I say when you get, when you finally get tired of failing, then you will finally understand why you have no choice but to keep going. 
But let me tell you guys something because I have to share this with you. I know you guys are at a much greater distraction than guys my age or young or older. Because now you're distracted from so many ways. But I said, think about this. Think about what all of the new social things do. Think about what all of the platforms do on social media. It takes your time and and put it on everybody else, which ultimately means you're robbing yourself. Mm. Mm. That's where we are. So you know how hard it is to touch greatness now that you don't have a moment for yourself? It's proven that if you put your phone down uh, 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes before you go to sleep, you will have a restful sleep. Mm. It's proven that the less time that you spend with electronics and things in your hand, you will find a greater ease in your mind. It's proven. It's there's no doubt about it. It's because you take control. You take control. There was there's a line there's a line in the book. Um, it's called uh, the book is Zen in the Martial Arts, and and I'll go to break with this. But the the whole concept is if. We, 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 we waste time when we just expend it thoughtlessly or carelessly. And when we're on these phones 24-7, we're just thoughtlessly on our time. So we're not being intentional about our time. And really, this is your life. And so if you're just going to allow people to rob that time from you, you're giving it away. Look, we got to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about this. This is, I mean, it's, it, I never take it for granted to be able to talk to the legend. I never, I never take it for granted the fact that, you know, with everything that you've done, that you're sharing this wisdom with others. And we got more wisdom for you all. So stick with us. We'll be right back after this. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So, at four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual, because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable, it's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals, and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. All right, we're back and we are uh, we are talking about we're talking about foundation, really. We're talking about foundation. And um, 
when we when we talk about foundation, we're talking about what really roots you in your life. And I think for a lot of people, this is a question that isn't really stop. You don't really stop and answer. And I think it's so important for you to answer that. It's like having a ship without an anchor. You need to have that anchor. You need to know where you're putting your anchor down. And so for our listeners out there, I think this is a challenge. I think this is a challenge for you to understand that you need to have an anchor in something. Whatever that is for you, whatever fits for you, their foundation has to be built. There's a great story about, um, I actually have a great little story about this. But this man, uh, this wealthy man, he was walking down through this area and he saw a third story tower being built, a three story tower being built. So he calls the construction worker over and he says, man, I, I want that. And he says, okay, well, we'll work on yours as soon as we're done. He said, no, 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 I'll, I'll triple your money right now. I need you to start. I want that third story. That's exactly what I want. So he goes away and, and, and the contractor, he says, well, man, he's going to triple my money. I'm going to do it. I'm going to jump on this guy's job. So this guy, he comes back the next day. And the contractor has laid out the entire foundation, right? He's been digging this giant hole for this huge foundation to build a three-story tower. And the rich man looks at him and he says, what are you doing? And the contractor says, man, listen, I've already, we've already laid the foundation. My goodness, this is, we've gotten so far ahead. We've gotten so much work done even overnight. And the rich man said, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that foundation. The only thing I want is that third story. That's all I want. I don't want the first two floors. And the man looks at him all confused. He's like, how am I going to give you a third story if I don't give you the first two? He said, I don't care. you got to figure it out. All I want is the third story. And the, and the people laughed at the, at the rich man who was a foolish man who thought he could have the third story without having the first two. And you know what? I tell that story all the time, Ray, and, and people think, well, that guy is so ridiculous. But how many people have you run into? How many people in this new generation who just want that third story without putting in the foundation, without putting in the work to get the first two stories? So foundation is everything. Doc, mm, oh, my God. Let me tell you something. Exactly what you're saying. This is why the foundation is so key. Time. Time will always run out mm. on somebody every day. That's a fact. Mm. And the moment it stops, there's nothing else you can do. You, you can't re-clock back in. There's no rechecking back in. So mm. whatever time runs out on you, the question you got to ask yourself is when somebody asks you, where was your time spent? Your resume your soul will be able to calculate where your time was spent. Now, now, Doc, I want you to think about this. I want you to look at the most popular people on Instagram and Twitters and everybody with 100 plus million followers. I want you to watch this. Those people only give you a rise. The same rise that drugs give you. The same rise that eating ice cream give you. The mm. same rise... The same rise. It's true. Now, 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 watch this. And the people, watch this, and the people that you don't hear from are the people that give you life. Mm. See, I want, you, I want you to really think about that now. See, mm. see I, I, I want people to start paying attention to the people that's given life so that when time does run out, you will not have a wasted life. Mm. Mm. It, it, it's 
the investment of what your foundation really is. These people are giving you a rise, but they're not giving you life. Mm. I'm telling you, you must take charge back over your life. We are now, we are caught in a place now. I want you to really think about this from a visual standpoint. 10 years ago, who I was as a man is who I still am as a man. Now in today's time, they tell us that you're respected by how many Twitter followers you got. Are you freaking serious? <laughs> <laughs> Doc, listen to me. People can mon- people can monetize your brand by looking at you saying, oh, this many people follow you, but never realize that the message you're teaching them does not give them life. Mm. It just gives them a rise. Let me tell you what I was trying to explain to those kids with this, Doc. The day that you take control over your life, I'm telling the listener out there right now today, the day that you take control over your life, the one thing you do with it the most is stop wasting time on everybody else's business. Mm. Mm. (laughs) I ain't got time to waste on everybody else's business, Doc, because I got too much of my own business I got going on. Do you understand? And, 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 And that's the reinvestment that I think we as people, we have to reinvest in ourselves again and not all of this other stuff that's surrounding us. Let me tell you how much we're on the same page. So I'm in the prison system and I'm trying to do everything I can every day. My career is devoted to changing what our prison system is. It's not okay with me that 7 out of 10 people who get out come back. And so I've been working, working, working. And so one of the things I've just recently come up with is 30-day reviews. So every 30 days... I want to sit down with every single person who's incarcerated and say, what have you done over this last 30 days? And I want you to hear these questions, Ray, because I think it's going to make you happy because this is exactly the same type of stuff that you were talking about. And one of the questions that I ask on this 30-day review, and you know uh, you know that the work we do even with our connection with Secretary Wetzel, so this is something that I think is going to spread throughout the prison system. But what I'm now asking, guys, is this. How do you spend your free time? Specifically, over the last 30 days, how have you spent your free time? Because this is going to tell me an awful lot about what you really want in life. How have you spent your free time? And I want every one of our listeners to answer that same question. How do you spend your free time? And how does your spending your free time actually help you accomplish the goals that you genuinely want to accomplish? Because, Ray, listen, I'm telling you, you've talked about this from the beginning. You've said this from the beginning. And and I take this from you. The The champions, the real legends, write stuff down. You've said this from the very, very first podcast. You emphasize this. You and I, and I don't think you could ever emphasize this enough. You write stuff down. So now, what I'm challenging people to do who are incarcerated is write it down. Tell me exactly what your personal development goal is for the next 30 days. And then tell me exactly how you're going to do it. And then when you sit down with me in 30 days, you're going to have to be accountable for whether or not you actually did that or not. And that's not something, Ray, that applies to just people who are incarcerated. That's everybody. This is the lesson that you're teaching. Write down your goals. Make them clear and then go after them. That's the foundation. That's why, oh my gosh, Doc. Listen, until we take, that's what what right now in your life means. 
means is you're putting yourself in accountability to yourself. Mm. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right? This ain't about nobody else. This ain't about broke, poor, white, black, rich, wealthy. This ain't about none of that. This is simply saying, what are you willing to invest in? See, and that's why when you write it, Doc, that's an investment contract. Uh. <laughs> that's an investment contract, Doc. Because now the only person, right? Think about this: the only person that can break this contract is you, <laughs> yeah. and the only person that can uphold <laughs> this contract is you. you. Yeah, yeah. No, I. You can't say it better than right there. Accountability to yourself. Accountability to yourself. At the end of our lives, we will be responsible for what we did with our lives. This there's no there's no excuse there's no accountability to anybody else. You're right. It has nothing to do with anything other than ourselves. How are we striving every day to get better? Because if we're not now, striving, we're moving backwards. We're moving backwards. We're moving backwards, man. That's why. Let me tell you why I adore the conversations that we have because every time it registers to me that every time I talk to you, I'm growing. Mm. That's just man to man, you know. And it's the exact same, same thing, thing that happens. It's the exact same, same thing, thing that happened with them, me. And same thing I told them kids. You show me your closest friend. I show you what your next two years gonna look like. Mm. Just by the people you hang out with. Mm. You show me who you following on Instagram. Show me who you following on Facebook. Show me who you following. I can tell you where you'll be in five years. Mm. Show me what you write and what you keep in a journal. Show me what you keep up with. Show me how many pictures. Let me see the pictures and stuff you take. And I guarantee you, I can show you what your legacy will be. I can tell you what your legacy is going to be. It's, it's, so it's, it's unbelievably life. true. It's unbelievably true. This is what, It's exciting every single time because it's true. Past behavior is the best predictor of future behavior. That's been a, st- a staple of psychology for the last 60, 70 years. Past behavior is the best predictor of future behavior. So you are 100% correct. Show people your friends. Show them you, Show them who, what you like, what you're interested in, what gets you driven, and that is exactly what will be your future. It, it, and, 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 and I got, a, and I got a, a wake-up call for everybody. I don't care who you are. You can't defeat it. Mm. who you give your time to where you spend your time at and the lack of keeping up with your life those three combined they're not good dog Mm. and so you know it's really interesting because you know my sons my two oldest sons are living with me now and they're temporarily living with me because one is heading to Maryland and my oldest son is probably going to go to Virginia somewhere on one of the schools in Virginia mm. and they come up and they pulled up after coming out of class today and they was like dad I want you to hear this songs you know that we're doing or whatever but I heard them they you know that's one thing about old folk now they call us old but we show wise <laughs> so I was listening to them before they even got over to me and they didn't know I was listening I hear everything you know what I'm talking about <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm like, and I hear my my youngest one say, "No, man, you know we got we got too many curse words in there, man. You know, Dad ain't gonna like that now, you know." So I'm listening to him, right? 
So then I yell out, man, play the song, man. Let me hear the song, you know. So they start playing this song, right? And as they're playing this song, I'm like, I'm bobbing to it. I'm like, wow, my sons are really gifted. So they let me listen to three songs. And after I got to the third song, and I was like, look, okay, let me say this. I will invest in you and what your talent is. But this is me being a man. I could not be your father and not tell you the truth, but I will not invest in your message. Mm. That you cannot let that be your message. This goes back to the exact same thing we're talking about, Doc. I said, why not come from a place of inspiration? I said, why would you do the same thing all rappers are doing? Why would you degrade a woman but speak in the same sentence and call out your mother's name? That does not match, son. I was like, so listen, just just think about it. I'm not I'm not knocking your vision down, your dream down. I'm telling you, rewrite your dream. In spite, I see that you know the difference of impact and money. Mm. The difference of impact doesn't involve money. Mm. <laughs> to mm. change someone's life, you don't have to be rich or wealthy. You just have to be doing the right thing. So why wouldn't you want your music to be vibrant, to be life changing, to be to be inspiring? Now, I want to know what's their response. Were they able to take that message in at that age? And both of them looked at me and say, Pops, you absolutely correct. Hmm. You right. You know, and one of the guys they referenced to was, uh, I guess, this rapper that's out there now named J. Cole. They was like, you know, he kind of he's kind of. You know, he doesn't go into a lot of crazy stuff and this and that. And I was like, well, you know, I haven't heard too many of his songs, but I, you know, I listened. And it was one song I, I, I remember him uh, playing, um, writing that I had heard before. And I was like, OK, yeah, he does good stuff. But the point is, Doc, let's just get back to why, why I told you about my sons, because all kids are looking for this new breath of how can I express myself, yep. right? They like they want to express themselves. That's why, you know, you, you get all these different pictures and different Snapchats and Instagrams and all these different stuff because they want to express themselves. But we still must control them enough to teach them there's a way to express yourself. Yes. You don't have to expose yourself to express yourself, yes. right? Because, because listen, I said I told him this. I said, look, I want you to look at all the people who got who got reality shows and got and all this music, and I want you to remember one thing: watch what they have traded. They have given up their souls. You can't trade in your soul for money. You got to be who you are. If you're gonna change someone's life, your time spent you can't get back, and the people you impact, I guarantee you, it goes on your resume. It's the most beautiful lesson you could possibly impart to them because they can be wildly talented, but you've said this from the get-go. If you really want to be successful, look at the direction everybody's going in and go the opposite direction. And right now, everybody in rap is going in the direction of degrading women, putting people down, just bragging about this and that. If you really want to be different, why do the exact same thing? So that's great that they're hearing that message and their and their influence, their impact that they'll have with you guiding them will be huge. And let me say this as we head, head into this break. I agree. I, I love the idea that art, ex, you express yourself. 
But I think young people get confused and think that the only way to express themselves is through the one emotion of pain in one direction. But the truth is, if you really want to express yourself, you're more than just one direction of, of putting yourself, putting other, putting women down and degrading people. You're more than that. There's way more sides to you than that. And so why limit yourself to saying that I'm one dimensional, that I can only talk about this or that? If you really want to express yourself, express what makes you unique which is so much bigger. That's huge, Ray. I'm glad that's a, I'm glad that they're doing that and I'm glad they're pursuing it. And I'm actually really glad to hear that they were open to that message because so many young people aren't ready to listen to that. So that says that speaks volumes about them as men. Yeah, good stuff, man. I'll get into some other stuff after we come off this break. Yeah, good stuff though. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back after this. Stick with us. All right, we're back. We're talking about just, I mean, really, when we talk about a foundation, we're talking about account. Ray said it best: accountability to yourself, and that's that's something that I think for every one of our listeners out there, if Ray and I could reach into your heart and have you feel a message from us, it would be: be accountable to yourself, because this is your life. This is your this is your chance to experience what you're here for, what your destiny is. So, be accountable to yourself. Ask it. Create goals. And move with them, but yeah, we're talking about all kind of stuff. And I mean, I love what you. I love the message that you taught your sons. I think, I think that's a message so many people Ray need to hear. Yeah, I, I, I t- you know to go back and even you know bring it into the camp because that's the camp I just had at IMG. That's what my point was to these guys at the whole camp, man. Like, bro, you got to be accountable to yourself, man. Like, I can teach you guys a lot of stuff in the next two days. And I can give it all to you, you know? But I said the one opportunity I've never had and the one opportunity that I will probably never get. And it's just being honest, I've never had my father ever sit me down and tell me these are the do's and these are the don'ts. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me the option to not do them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Give me the option to do it right. So, So a lot of my learning lessons was hard learning lessons. But I'm saying if you have the ability... So slow down your life, man, and really, really, really say, you know what? I do control my life. I, I, I am 100% in control of my life, and I'm in control of my message. Mm-hmm. Now, what I have to choose is, is, am I doing this for money, or am I doing it to make myself a better way of life? Mm-hmm. Because that's ultimately what it is, Doc, and man, that's where I think my motivations for for life, Doc, even when I was playing, that's what I started to realize that honestly, the games wasn't really about wins and losses. The games was about what did you learn in the moment of chaos or joy mm. with the men that you were sharing it with? Mm. And what message will they learn from you in the midst of chaos and joy? Mm. Because both of them comes in sports, it's always up and down. You know, you're, you're, you're jumping for one moment, you're sad the next moment. So what really so what really balances you out? It's the opportunity. Mm. It's the opportunity to make up my mind to say it ain't the wins and losses on why I'm out here giving you everything I got. It's just because of the people that's beside me that I'm fighting for and the fans who get behind me, who believe in me. I can't let them down. 
Well, because you learned from chaos and joy, because you were able to take it and say there are going to be ups, there are going to be downs, but my real question is, as a man, as a person who's going through personal development, what am I going to learn for? Because you did that, that's why your legacy is what it is. And you alluded to this earlier about the reality show stuff, trying to teach your sons a lesson about this. When you look at, and I just saw something on on this recently, when you look at the reality shows and these people who go on these reality shows, when they come back to actual reality... And they realize that they have not really created a brand on substance, but just on some character or what they acted like on a certain thing. They become very lost. They really don't know what to do with themselves because they didn't develop substance. They just did that. Uh, let me highlight this wild behavior, this this wild emotion for 15 minutes of fame. But that really doesn't give me substance for a long term. So when you talk about What do you learn from chaos and joy? Listen, this is why we talk about tackling life. This is so much bigger than sports. There's chaos and joy in every single one of our listeners' lives every day. There's chaos and joy. So when you're asking yourself, what is it that you're learning from that? You're creating the substance that your legacy is going to be built on so that you're not building a house on sand. You're building a house on actual rock. We're asking our kids to act like adults but they're watching adults act like kids (laughs) that's so true think about what we're doing man think about what we're doing as people I don't care what you do do what you do make your money do what you do I don't care but think about what our kids are watching we're watching reality shows where people are where grown women, grown men are acting like two year old kids. <laughs> that they can't talk things out. You gotta fight and it's always something are you freaking serious? And that's what you're willing to trade in. I'm just telling you this, right? And this is why I step away from a lot of that stuff, man. Because I truly believe this, every man, every woman, every human being that has life right now will be held accountable for their actions. Every human being, right? And this is regardless of religion. And we have to do a dang on good job. And I promise my kids, I will be the man that stands for something. Because I'll be damned if I'm going to fall for anything. Mm. I ain't Mm. just falling for anything. You can't tell me anything. You can't get me to believe anything. You can't get me to follow everything. Mm. You mm. And that's what we have to go with our kids is that I'm not giving you an option. I'm mm. not giving you an option of failure. I'm not giving you an option like you like everybody else. You're not. You control you. Mm. So you better tighten up your freaking boots right now and understand that climbing the mountain ain't as heavy as you think it is when you lighten your load. Mm. Mm. I love it. I love it. I'm still cracking up at your statement. We can't have kids watch adults who are acting like kids and then expect the kids to act like adults. You're so right. We we There was a commercial that came on not too long ago. We were watching something, and a commercial came on. It was like a cartoon, but for adults. And I was just like, hold on a second. This is... This is something that children can't watch, but it's animated. It's a cartoon. It doesn't. It doesn't even add up to me right now. And 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 uh, you know, I'm making sure Kai doesn't watch the commercial. And I'm like, what? What's going on here? Like there are adults out there watching cartoons. Kids can't watch this. Is I mean, it's got to be. 
it's a different world, man. We live in a different world. But listen, there are still some good, wholesome things in the world. And I'm going to tell you something good and wholesome that happened this weekend, Ray. I said my daughter loves LeBron James. She's a big LeBron fan. And, uh, and I knew that this was a big deal for her. So I thought, here it is. Game you know, game number five back in Cleveland. So I surprised my daughter. I got her tickets for she and I. We went to the game together on Friday night. And my goodness, Ray, I'm telling you, that was a phenomenal experience. That was game. That was game four. G- game four. Game four. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Game four. Yeah. And it was game four. And watching, I said, "Listen, here's the thing. Here's how we're going to go into this. Because here's how we we talk attitude all the time. You and I talk about this all the time." I practice what I preach. I say this to my daughter. We're going to practice the peace that we're looking for. So I said, here's the deal. We're going to this game. I know you love LeBron. I know you love Kyrie. If the Cavs win, you're going to get to be a part of a beautiful, amazing atmosphere. You're going to feel the energy like you never felt in your life. And now listen, if the Warriors win, we're going to also appreciate that you get to be a part of history. You get to watch the trophy, 16-0, and and all that stuff. So we walked into it with our expectations that anything could happen. And as a parent, as a father, as a man, like that's something that I taught to her that I would encourage parents to teach to your children. Like let's be ready for whatever happens, but we're going to enjoy it. And my goodness, Ray, it was so unbelievable. That energy, that atmosphere. Oh my goodness, was that something else? Well, man, I'm glad the Cavs show showed up. Then, <laughs> I was too. Trying to, get her, try, trying to get her to understand that other side of things. You know, I, I, ain't, I ain't never felt what it feels like to have confetti drop and me not be getting it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! No, I'm telling you, man. I was watching. I was watching that game, man. I was with my sons, and we was all at the house, and all the friends is over, man. And we were like, and I'm watching, and I'm like, absolutely blown away at the ability of how hard it is to dethrone a champion. Mm. I think that's something people don't think about, man. You know, you mm. just think it's another game. I heard all the comments all week of how the Warriors just going to go ahead and sweep the book, the Cavs and everything. And I'm saying to myself, do you remember game three? I mean, you closed those last seven to ten seconds out. Yep. Right now, dog, we're talking about a 2-2 series. Right. Right. We're talking right. about a whole nother series if game three changes. Right. Right. And, but but I'm telling you, man, it's the heart of a champion, man. I, to- I told you this before, man. Like, I am such... I have so much respect for not only LeBron and, and what he's been able to do out of his whole career, man. His body of work is is so impressive. And I think now to have a real like sidekick, if you can call him man, and Kyrie Irvin, I mean, bro, Kyrie Irvin is he is an animal in every sense of the word, every sense. man. I mean, oh my gosh, I mean his skill set, his will, his determination is just absolutely incredible. Because then when you go on the other side, when you go on the other side, man, and, and, and you see the skills of Kevin Durant, oh my, this kid here wow. is just absolutely incredible. It's, like, it's know, amazing. Curry's, yeah, man, they are playing out of their minds. And then you come out in that game and, and Clay Thompson gets hot. And, and, and <laughs> you know, you, know you, you, you think about the history of this game. You know, I don't know if we've ever had that many legit shooters, scorers 
on one team. No, and I that's don't what think makes so. them very, 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 very hard to beat. So that's why I think this makes it a very intriguing experience. I was glad that the Cavs came out and pulled it out because I mean I'm a, I'm a fan of just competition, but more importantly, I'm a fan of mastery. Mm. But more importantly, but even even more importantly, I'm a fan of the underdog. Of, of that person that's counted out and and finds his way to will himself back to a victory, right? Because that Good was stuff. that was your story, and you you know from the time people thought you weren't uh, big enough from when you were real young to being able to overcome. So I, I definitely see that. And here's something I want to say: when watching that game live, this is something I definitely I was like, this is I can't wait to talk to you about this. I thought this is a great for for our show. I, honest to goodness, on Friday night when I was watching the Warriors. I was watching Kevin Durant's team, and I thought that was really an interesting observation because, you know, this was Steph Curry's team, Steph Curry's team, but watching the way, no matter what they brought at Kevin Durant, he still continued to score. To me, that was just a shift that it's that if he's going to stick around Golden State, it seems like it's Kevin Durant's team. I, I, I said this. I think it will always be Stephen Curry's team, but I definitely said this the other day. He got to move over because he got to share half of that. <laughs> <laughs> he does because Kevin Durant's unstoppable. Man, that KD, man. I mean, this man right here, man. I mean, he pull up from anywhere. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, I'm telling you, man, just to watch him and his attitude, right? Oh, my gosh. You know, we've, man, we, 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 I'm, I'm good friends with a lot of these guys, man, but. You know, with KD, man, just to see his humbleness, man, mm. to see his connection to his mom, you know, it's just so beautiful to see, man. And he 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 is a he is a special specimen when it comes to the game of basketball. Yes, you he know, is. I, I, I saw um, I saw him and LeBron. Um, LeBron had this flag football team. He he do this little flag football game they do and stuff, and I saw them competing on it. Right on the on the web the other day, and I said to myself, I said, "All right, LeBron and KD, y'all stay out there on that court now." Because, <laughs> because when, when you come over here to my world, that's that Bobby Boucher. It ain't no fouls call. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I if I saw somebody like King James come across that middle, I'm saying, "Ooh, mama, there goes that man." <laughs> I don't I'm think for, I'm looking for him. Oh, man. I think you would probably break them in half. I mean, they might be strong for the NBA, but for the NFL, I think you might literally snap them in half. Like no, when you man, snap through that do- the door on sports science, that might be what they look like if you hit them. <laughs> no, man, but I love uh, I love watching these series, man. Two great teams. Um, you know what Tyrone Lewis is doing with the Cavs and, and the way he has those guys playing. You know, Steve Kerr battling back from injury. Mike Brown comes in, take over as an assistant. I mean, there's just so many different levels of, I think, being a champion. I think people don't know sometimes the things you have to endure or or, or overcome, you know, just to get to be a champion. Mm. Because whoever will be crowned a champion this one will appreciate this ride because of all of the elements that, that nobody knows about. You right. Know, that, that played a factor into everything, man. So, I mean, look, I'm a fan of it. I really can't wait till the night. Um, I'm about to go do some crazy workouts with my sons right now and take them through it. Uh, I'll post some stuff online later and let you guys see it. But, um, 
they don't know what they about to go through. They just, <laughs> I, told, I told them, I told them, Doc, I said, y'all better hydrate. Okay. <laughs> I, I said, okay, think, think this normal just walking out here today. It ain't normal. It ain't normal. And so, just let and them so know whatever they ate earlier is about to be thrown up. I'm just letting them know now. I guarantee it. It's coming one up. One thing I can put my I can put my stamp of approval on that. I can guarantee <laughs> it's coming up. It's, com- it's coming up. It's coming up. I think I'm going to go have a hard workout too. It's not going to be nearly as hard because I won't be around you. But I'm going to have a difficult. I'm going to have a hard workout before this game. I want to tell you a fun aspect of sports before we head off um, that I just love, and this is something about sports that brings this out in all of us. But I had so much fun at that game. The next day, I mean, we listen. We didn't get home till three in the morning. It was such a blast. One of the best daddy-daughter dates you could ever have. Um, the next day, we were so excited. By the time we actually did end up waking up, we went out on the court. And I normally I have a certain way I shoot foul shots. I, you know, I'm pretty consistent with it. But as soon as we got on the court, I said I started pretending like I was KD. And I thought, how is a 43-year-old man pretending to be somebody right now? That's how much fun sports are. And when you watch KD shoot and the way he lines his body up, it's just phenomenal, phenomenal, his form. I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm glad you didn't tell them how many shots you made. Good job. Good job. <laughs> I can hit some foul shots now. Next time we come <laughs> down, I'm going out there. Dog, no, don't you ever tell nobody that you was out there trying to shoot like KD. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna let you do that to nobody. That's what I'm trying, not gonna let you do. I was trying to mimic his form. I wasn't trying to make no as many as he makes. You was not trying to mimic his form. <laughs> That is not a good sight. I'm not going to let you do that, dog. <laughs> that man is a professional. That is what he does. <laughs> he is, he's so amazing to watch. I couldn't get over it in person. I mean, all these games on TV, but to watch it right there, man, that was an experience. No, that's good stuff, man. Doc, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for today, man. Um, look, we always leave our listeners with something. You know, we went into some tough topics. We always do. We talk about some real stuff. But I think the bottom line, all we're trying to do, man, is, you know, how can we really make our world a better place again? You know, from my camps, seeing that this, seeing what our future looks like, I think, you know, as people, I think we owe it to ourselves. I really do. And I just want you to hear me. I don't criticize people. I don't go, I don't believe in all that, whatever. But I'm just saying, you know, if you're an adult, act like an adult. You know, don't, don't don't let these kids keep seeing you act like kids, man, and and go through all of this and can't not have a conversation with people without cursing them out and fighting and all this stuff. It's just so childish. And if you're a kid, stay in a kid's place. You know, stop thinking you know everything because you don't know everything. You know, don't let don't let don't let social media fool you to think that you're that you who you're supposed to be. Right. Mm. None of those people who's following you, they don't really know you. Mm. Right. So make sure you you stay true to who you are as a young lioness or lion who's coming up. Make sure you keep your brand rich. Make sure you don't trade who you are in for money. Money will be gone one day. And the only thing you will ever have in this life is your 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 truth, your reputation. And most importantly, your legacy. It can't be rewritten Mm. once it's done. So I appreciate you guys for joining in, man. Listen, share this with somebody because you care for them. Share this with somebody that you really want to go to the next level in life. And the only reason I appreciate that and tell you guys that because I appreciate every moment that I'm on here with Dr. Christian Conti. Mm. From the day I met that man, the integrity that this man walks with, 
and the knowledge that this man has sacrificed to learn only to share that that speaks of a warrior that speaks of a man that speaks of a king and and, and i'm proud to walk beside this man so tackling life i love it i love it let's keep tackling life and and, and all of these questions and all the call-ins we got We'll definitely get to you guys. Appreciate you. Mm, man, I appreciate that. I'm honored and humbled to stand by your side, Ray. That you say that about me, like I appreciate it more than you know. I love your statement as we wind down today. Accountability to yourself. And that's what I hope our listeners take from today is that accountability to yourself, like Ray said. Thank you so much for downloading the Tackling Life podcast. If you want more Tackling Life content, go to TacklingLifePodcast.com. You'll find links to our pages on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and other podcast sites where you can subscribe and get to all new episodes automatically downloaded every week. When you visit the Tackling Life website, you'll find links to our Facebook and Twitter pages where you can give us feedback, questions, ideas, and suggestions. You can also call us at 646-762-4432. We might play your message on the show. That's 646-762-4432. We always play your messages on Fan Friday. Hey, if you like this episode, share it with a friend. Until next time, for the legend, Ray Lewis, I'm Dr. Christian Conti. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.